welcome to the Beautiful Souls Podcast with your host, myself, Danielle Cadwell. I'm an Olympian author, speaker, and coach, and I'm here to dive deeper into all things mindset, manifestation, mission, and yes, some meditation. In 2013, I was an unfit, concussed, and massively self-conscious synchronized swimmer when an opportunity arrived that was well beyond my wildest dreams to begin training for the next Olympic Games. I was terrified. However, I decided to take the biggest leap of my life. I went all in, moving from Canada to Australia and dedicating my life to my sport. On this journey, I made a vow to myself. If I could do it, if I could really make my wildest dreams come true, I would spend the rest of my life sharing what I had learned to help others do the same. So beautiful souls, this podcast is where I fulfill my promise. We'll talk about everything from the energetics of manifestation and the power of self-worth to mindset cultivation and how to step up and into your soul mission. You can think of this time together as kind of like a soul spa, where together we will wash away your fears, massage you with some truth and some love, and spruce you up on the insides with some spirituality. So, are you ready to be rejuvenated from the inside out? Let's dive in. Beautiful souls, you are back in the DK Download Den of my favorite podcast. (laughs) Thank you for being here. I am coming to you again from sitting in my bed, and there seems to have been a man outside that decided that tonight, today, sorry, was the perfect time for him to cut some tiles in the driveway. So... If there is that sound in the background, I deeply apologize, but you know, I'm all about authenticity and truth and you know, it's not always about doing things perfect. Like I could probably make a perfect little sound studio with my pillows, but I want to come to you in my truth and my authenticity. Um, so and the energy of that, that, that standard, that truth of me. So if you hear that, I deeply apologize. However, I want to get into what is really hot on my heart right now. Um, which is a conversation that I actually had with a client of mine um, today that feels so true and it just really, really, really wants to come through me and I feel so inspired to put this podcast into your little ears, which is all about holding the standard for your life holding the standard for your life. And you might wonder like, what the heck does that mean? And maybe that's not very exciting because I'm not like manifesting or whatever, but I think it is so incredibly powerful because the standard that we hold in our life, and I don't mean about like the products and and the, the beautiful things and the homes and all of that, but I mean the energetic standard that we hold for ourselves and the people that we surround ourselves with is literally going to help either catapult us in the direction of where we're wanting to go in the creation of our life and the stepping into our mission, or it's going to literally hold us back from stepping into that field. And it is really powerful for us to understand the standard that we desire to hold. And what the heck does this mean? So if you are somebody that is surrounded by, I'll say, quote unquote, toxic people, a toxic work environment, toxic friendships, people that pull you down. Um, You're in a place where you're not necessarily that fulfilled or you're in a relationship that isn't really serving your soul. If you're in a space where you feel like people kind of like passive aggressively pick at you or um, you just feel that tension in the energy of when you're surrounded by those other people, you need to hold a higher standard for your life. 
okay, look, you don't actually need to do anything, but if you're listening to this podcast, you probably want to make some changes. So I encourage you to hold a higher standard for your life because the reason that those people are currently in your field is because that you are allowing them to be. You are allowing that behavior to be within your field because something inside of you feels like you're not worthy to either let them go or you feel like you're worthy of that behavior because you're tolerating it. Okay. And this is like, this is where I'm going to be brutally honest. And this is me and my like authenticity and my truth. And like, know that I come from this space of love. Like I want you to feel, I am coming from this like mama bear fierce space of like, I love you so much that I want you to be happy and to be fulfilled. But that sometimes comes with hard decisions. And that sometimes comes with drawing hard lines and boundaries in our life to be like, you know what? Fuck no. I'm not going to allow this treatment to be in my life. And I, this comes from personal experience because I was there. And in this conversation that I actually had with a client of mine, I realized that I'm not there anymore. I don't have quote unquote toxic people. And I say toxic because I also want us to come from this perspective and this lens of compassion because the reason that other people are acting that way is because they are only in a space of pain. People that are hurt, hurt people. Hurt people, hurt people. Listen to that again. Hurt people, hurt people. There's a reason why they're acting that way and it's because either you intimidate something in them that makes them feel like they need to kind of up level and and not be kind to you or they have some narcissistic complex because they feel like they're not enough in some way, shape or form or you're triggering something within them. The reason why this is happening is only because they are in a painful place. So I don't want to put the label and just say that there is toxic people out there. We are all just coming from different levels of pain and different levels of trauma and acting out of that space right? But at the same time, you cannot control the actions of other people. You can only control the actions of yourself. So you need to hold a higher standard for your life instead of just telling other people that they need to change, that they need to either treat you better or have a better like work environment or have a better relationship or be kinder to you. You need to take that like responsibility back into your hands and realize that the ball is in your court to hold a higher standard for your life. And I'm going to break this down into two little bits, like holding a higher standard, you know, for others in in how others treat you for you really. And, And then how you can hold a higher standard for yourself. And they're kind of intertwined, but I just wanted to break them down into those little categories for us to truly understand. So in the sense of surrounding ourselves with people that aren't necessarily treating us in a way that uplifts us, right? And I understand that sometimes we can't always help being in these environments, you know, um, like we could be in a workplace and where we need that job for right now, or we could be, you know, in my experience for many years, I was with teammates where like, I couldn't change my teammates. Like we couldn't vote someone out. It just didn't work like that. Right. Like, um, we couldn't get anyone fired when I was on the Australian team. Um, you just kind of had to put up with the people around you, but there's going to be a time in your life where you do have the opportunity to shift. And if you don't choose to hold a higher standard for your life, you're going to continue to attract those same people, no matter what freaking situation you're in right and if you get choose to change jobs because it's a not a positive work environment if you don't hold a higher standard for your life you're still going to move into a work environment that's going to find that in some way within you because you're not holding that for yourself 
So like I ask you, if there's people in your life that aren't treating you with the utmost kindness and respect, and this, you know, obviously there's moments where things happen, but I mean, repetitively, repetitively unkind, um, un- unconsiderate, not compassionate, you know, bullying, putting you down, being really harsh or mean. How are you tolerating that? How are you allowing yourself to be treated that way? Because the reason that it is in your field is because number one, it's within you. It's within your energy field. Maybe you're doing that to yourself in your mind, or you haven't cleared some of your limiting beliefs or some of the things within your subconscious programming, your subconscious mind that are attracting that into your field, because maybe you had an experience from when you were younger, where you were also treated that way. So therefore you feel like you deserve that. So therefore you continue to attract it within your life, no matter what age you are until you break the circuit by doing the healing, by doing the clearing and holding a higher standard for yourself. So if those people are in your life coming from this space of knowing that it's gonna, there's going to be a hard thing either way. This is what I think is really important because the reason why people allow this into their field is because they're, and this is a, this is a different conversation. I just want to really preface this. this is a totally different conversation. If you're worried for your physical safety, you know, then please go and reach out for help in whatever form that you need. But I mean, kind of like energetically and, and with our words, you know, how can you stand up for yourself? How can you stand up for yourself? And that might seem scary. That might seem hard, but this is what you need to know. There's going to be a hard thing no matter what. This is what I think people don't really understand, right? Sometimes this is where it comes down to like understanding mindset, right? There's going to be a hard thing no matter what. There's either the hard situation of you continuing to be treated like that, or there's a hard situation, which might be a little bit uncomfortable of you standing up for yourself, whether that is reaching out for help, going to speak to someone who can like be a third party in the situation, going to speak to a boss, choosing to like speak speak up and report a complaint or change work environment or whatever it is, but you get to choose your heart. Which heart do you want to live with? Do you want to live with the long-term heart of this perpetuating and this happening continuously by not doing anything for about it? Or do you want to live with the heart of having the conversation or standing up for with your, for yourself or possibly having a little bit of conflict? That is really powerful to understand. Which heart are you going to choose? And like, I have so much love and compassion for you and a whole nother layer of this, which I'm not necessarily diving into too much in this podcast is like, if that is in your field, please reach out for some type of energetic, emotional, spiritual help as well. Because the reason that that is in your field, if you're not already doing the work is because that is within you, like I said, and by kind of unwrapping and unraveling that you're going to stop bringing that forward into your field as well. Right. Um, and this is, this happened to me and I, I speak about this in my book. Um, I'm going to use the name Cassie because um, I'm going to keep this person anonymous. Um, but I, I, I attracted this multiple times when I was younger. I used to be bullied a lot when I was a lot younger. Um, I used to bring narcissistic people into my field a lot, um, because, I had that energy within me where I was kind of like, you know, the doormat I could walk, I could be walked all over. Um, that, that could happen because I wasn't willing to stand up for myself. And I 
there's something in me where I see that I see the pain in people and I see like the people that we call quote unquote narcissistic, they're just in their own pain and in their own world. And I wanted to like love them and hold them and heal them. But to the point where it wasn't healthy for me to be in that energy and I would attract people. Um, and I had a teammate specifically and a friend, um, previously who, we literally got into like conversations where I had this is with multiple people. And this is where you realize it's a pattern <laughs> like in me. Right. I had multiple people like get so triggered by me trying to be overly kind and overly giving that they would yell at me and tell me that I'm a horrible person and put me down. And like yell and scream at me. And I'd be sitting there in such deep victim mode being like, how did I bring this? This is poor me, sad. Like, I don't deserve this. This person is doing this to me. But with time and with distance and understanding the situation, I totally brought that into my field. And I'm not blaming that on those people. They were going through their own space. Like it was like some karmic thing we obviously had to move through. But I'm, I attracted that multiple times from being a young, young girl and like being bullied when I was like eight years old to when I was bullied when I was 12 to, you know, when I was like in my later teens and early twenties that happened multiple times with multiple people because it was within me and I didn't hold the standard for my life. Right. And I chose, this was the hard thing as well, which I send, I've, you know, done a lot of work on this, but I still send that version of me like so much love because I didn't, I felt like I was worthy of that. I felt like it was worthy of being treated like that. I felt like that was just my, my normal because somehow I must've deserved it. Right. Cause when we're in that mind space, we're like, Oh, I must deserve it. But, but then I got to this point, which was, and I truly and honestly, you know, I, I'm so grateful that those experiences happen now because it gave me the opportunity to level up. So those people that are being quote unquote toxic within, in your life, you're going to get to a point, which I really hope. And I pray, and I send you so much love for where you're not going to tolerate it anymore. And the blessing is that you get to thank those people for challenging you to level up your life, for challenging you to hold a higher standard for your life and for yourself. And it's really cool when we can come from that place and realize the people that did things to us now did things for us so we can learn and grow. And what actually happened in this situation, particularly, and I talk about this in my book, I believe, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I wrote a long time ago now, it feels like. Um is that we had some a, a situation go on and I um it, it doesn't even really matter what the logistics of it were and I I felt like I was in the right I, I truly felt like I acted in my highest alignment at that moment and I, I stood up for myself in that moment and I I felt like my friend at the time Cassie was causing herself harm and I spoke up to her um and I said something about it in like a group chat um and she was really offended about what I said and she was like she thought that I was totally out of line and she was very angry at me for springing up amongst other people in this group chat. Um, and she called me and my ex was with me at the time. Um, she called me and she was very angry yelling, like speaking very loudly, if maybe yelling. Um, and I had the phone on speakerphone and he was actually listening and, and she got to this point where she was saying, oh, I did all of this wrong. How did I, how dare I do that to her? How dare I say this? How dare I, you know, call her out? She was in the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't really even matter what it was. And then she said to me, I want you to apologize to me. 
you need to apologize to me. And I felt like I was, this is the gift of this. And I'm so glad that this happened. I think, I think the situation now, I truly, I, I took a look at what I did and I looked at it and I was like, no, I was in, I was in alignment with my soul. I was in alignment with my values. And I realized in that moment, I didn't actually regret what I did at all. It, I would have done it again because it felt right to me. And she wanted me to apologize to her. And in that moment, it was this massive breakthrough for me. And this is why I'm so grateful that this happened because I realized I didn't want to apologize. I believed that I had nothing to apologize for and her forcing me to give her an apology wasn't me holding the standard for my life and me allowing her to be in my field consistently wasn't holding the standard for my life. And I was at a different space at that point because she was a teammate at that time. So I couldn't really, um, you know, I, I saw him with her. So it was difficult to shift that at the time. Um, and I said to her, she called me and, and yelled at me, asked me to, told me that I, she wanted an apology. And I said, no, I'm not going to apologize to you. I feel like what I did was in the right and I have nothing to apologize for. And that energetic shift of standing up for myself was a massive shift in that pattern that pattern that I was perpetuating by bringing in these types of people towards me because I refused to allow myself to be treated that way anymore. And I stood up for myself. I realized I'm more than happy to apologize if I'm in the wrong. I'm more than happy to do that. I have enough self-awareness to, to understand that. And I don't always have to be right. And that's totally fine. But I didn't have, I was acting in alignment with my soul. I didn't feel like I had anything to apologize for. And I said, no. And that was a massive shift in our relationship. And eventually, you know, we're not friends anymore. Um, and, and I, I send her love. Um, we, and I honestly am really grateful for her because she allowed me to, shift. She gave me so many lessons, um, to grow from. And, and I really truly hope that she is doing well, um, in, in wherever she is in her life. Um, and that was one of those moments for me where it, the people pleaser in me, the, the timid girl it, within me was really scared because it was like standing up to that bullying energy. Right. But I chose to hold a higher standard for myself in my life. And this comes to everything. This comes to friendships. This comes to work. This comes to relationships, family members. Family can be a little bit harder, right? Because sometimes, you know, we, we don't always choose our family. And if you have a family member like that, I still encourage you to stand up. Um, and if it is physical, you know, danger that you are in, please reach out for help. That's a completely different conversation. But it really brings me to this, you know, quote and understanding as well of like, you know, the work of Brene Brown, um, and, and who we choose to allow our opinions about ourselves to be formed by, because so often if we have these people within our life that aren't supportive are bringing us down, sometimes we allow their opinions to reflect how we feel about ourselves. And we, they might say things about us or to us or whatever. And we, we, it can pile up and we're like, oh my gosh, Sally, Susan, Harry down the road. They think that, that I'm a, not a good person. They think I'm acting out of alignment. They don't like what I'm doing. They don't like how I'm acting. They don't like my hair. They don't like how I am at work, whatever it is. But take a look 
at their lives coming from a compassionate place and see if you choose their opinion about you to be your truth. And this is how I do this is I ask myself, what do I look up to them? Do I look up to them as a person and would I want my life to be like theirs? Because that's really freaking powerful. Even this has really helped me, you know, just being someone online, I receive comments and some people tear me down. Some people tell me that I'm a horrible person and I don't know anything and I'm totally faking it and I'm just here to make money. Like people say all of these things, you know, about me when you're, you're online and that can be really hard sometimes because I know the intention of how I'm trying to show up, but people are always going to say those things about me. It's the universal law of polarity that will always exist, but do I choose those people's opinions to be my truth when there's hundreds and hundreds of other beautiful messages of people that aren't like that? No, I can't take that on as the truth about myself. You know, and people in our real life, IRL in real life that we do know, if they are saying something about you, do you respect their opinion? Do you look up to them? Do your values align with them? Do you want a version of their life. And if you freaking don't, honestly, again, I'm sorry, children around, fuck off their opinion because it doesn't, you can't let it matter to you. You cannot let it matter to you. And I use this analogy as well because I think it's really important to understand. And when I'm saying this, I don't believe that anyone is better or worse than anyone else. Like I believe that we are all in the same playing field, but I'm just going to use this as a way of understanding the people that are below you and in where you're wanting to be in life will always try and tear you down. Not always, but you know, there, they, there will be people that will try and tear you down. The people that are above you in the, in the sense of where you're wanting to go, who you're wanting to be, the life that you're wanting to create or dream or manifest, they're always going to cheer you on and pull you up. You know, if they truly believe in you, if they truly know you, this comes back to like, if you've ever heard of crab in the bucket syndrome, my beautiful friend Becky shared this with me years ago and I was like, oh my God, it makes so much sense. So if you put a whole bunch of crabs in a bucket and one of the crabs tries to crawl out, all of the other crabs will pull it down back into the bucket, even though the crabs try to crawl out and crawl for freedom. It will try and pull it back down because this comes back to our life. Those people get really fucking uncomfortable when we start to level up, when we start to hold a higher standard for ourselves, when we start to shift and change and become who we feel like is in our highest soul's alignment. They're going to try and pull us down with the comments, the words, whatever. If you start standing up for yourself, they're going to try and pull you down. But do you ask yourself, does their opinion get to matter about me? Do I want to have their life? Do I look up to them? Do I value their opinion? Do I um, have aligned values? That's what freaking matters. Don't allow yourself to be pulled back down into the bucket by people that don't align, have aligned values, life goals, manifestations, visions that you look up to or are a role model of. And this is where it comes back to, you know, the beautiful quotes um, by that Brene Brown took um, from Theodore Roosevelt. And I'm going to repeat this because I think it's really, really powerful. I believe that she uses this in the book, Daring Greatly. This is about the man in the arena, the arena by Theodore Roosevelt. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, 
whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes up short again and again, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly." so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither uh, know victory nor defeat. This is talking about the people who try and tear you down when you're not in the arena. And this is Brene Brown's quote on the other side, which I love as well as I want to be in the arena. I want to be brave with my life. And when we make the choice to dare greatly, we sign up to get our asses kicked. We choose, we can choose courage or we can choose comfort, but we cannot choose both, not at the same time. And that's what I'm talking about, guys, when we're talking about choosing our hard, it's going to be hard to stand up for yourself. It's going to be hard to have the courage, but it's also going to be hard to live in that uncomfortable situation for a really long period of time, to allow yourself to be treated that way. Because this is always going to happen, you know, throughout life. But we get to continue to up-level the standard for how we choose to live our life and the people that we choose to have in our field. Another really powerful story that... um, comes really obviously wants to come through as I'm speaking of this is, you know, coming back from the 2016 Olympics, I was in Sydney with my beautiful friend, Amy and teammate. And, um, we did this like Olympic, you know, parade at the opera house. And it was really cool. We got to meet the governor general and we're with all these other Olympians. And then a whole bunch of us went out, um, that night, um, which is really fun. And we were with some, um, really well-known swimmers in Australia at the time. Um, and the crazy thing was coming back from those Olympics, the news was tearing the swimmers apart, tearing them apart because they didn't get the amount of medals that they wanted Australia to have for swimming in the country. And these athletes, you know, we had all just come back and, you know, speaking with them and being in their field, these athletes give everything. The people, they like, they've given up their lives. Like the, the amount that athletes sacrifice to get to an Olympic games is, is incredible. And, and like family sacrifice and they went to those Olympics and they did their freaking best. And maybe they came third or maybe they came fourth. And then you come back and all of the news and media is telling you that you have just been training for this thing ever and been thinking about it every moment for four years and going all in on it. And you did the best that you possibly could. And the whole country tells you it's not good enough. That's freaking hard. That is hard. And being on the other side and actually speaking with these swimmers and realizing like they did the best that they freaking could. They literally went out there and did the best. They didn't go flop it. You don't go to the freaking Olympics and, you know, try and not like not do well. You go and give it everything, of course. And maybe you have a bad day. Maybe you have a bad moment. And imagine 25 million people or all the news and the newspaper across the country telling you that it wasn't good enough, that they're disappointed in you. Are you going to take on those people's opinions? I mean, that's really hard. That's a massive amount of people, right? always come back to, was I in alignment with my soul? Is this, am I proud of myself? Am I proud of how I acted in this situation? 
hold that standard for your life because that is really powerful. And when we're saying all this, when we're talking about others and how you allow other people to treat you and what you allow to take on as your own belief, know that I really want you guys to understand. I'm not saying that you are better than anyone else. We're all, like I said, in the same field, just in different games, (laughs) playing in different areas. But you get to shift your vibration, your consciousness, your, your life to be in an energy that aligns with you. Okay. But you need to hold that for yourself. And when we're talking about, you know, how to hold the standard for yourself, this is where it comes back to you and everything does come back to you, but even more so, you know, who are you allowing to be in your field? Like with these other people, you're allowing them in. How can you maybe let them go shift a work environment, not show up every single day and every single moment for a friendship, just allow it to run its course. And this, you know, I have some really beautiful friends that are not doing the same thing that I'm doing, but they still treat me with so much respect and they love me dearly. And they're so incredible and so supportive. I don't need to let those people go. You know, they still, they still, you know, like love me dearly, but if there's people in your life that aren't loving you and aren't, you know, like cheering you on and aren't supportive or, or are pulling you down, how can you let those people go? Because they're going to try and pull you back into the bucket. And on the other side, are you allowing yourself to be in the victim mode? I used to be in this a lot, you know, poor me. Well, this person keeps treating me like this and I just am not doing anything. And like, I get it. Like at a certain point, like at the beginning, it can be hard and you feel like so hard done by, but at a certain point, you have to realize that you're bringing, you're allowing that in your field. So you have to cut that freaking off and make a change and choose a hard. And even like this comes to holding the standard for your life. How are you allowing yourself to act? How are you allowing yourself to show up? You know, holding the standard for the work that you do, the energy that you put out into the field, the, 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 uh, values that you align yourself with when you're treating, you're speaking with and, and, um, interacting with other people. Are you, are you holding that standard for yourself? You know, are you constantly showing up to work or meetings or calls, like not having everything have slipped, letting the ball always dropping? Are you in this space where you feel like maybe the one part of your life or your values needs to be kind of realigned and maybe you've been letting your health slide or maybe you've been letting your work slide, or maybe you've been letting your relationship with your family slide and you can hold a better standard for yourself. And when I'm saying all of this, my loves, I want you to understand that we need to come from this balance of kindness because I'm not saying, please, please, please don't, don't think that I'm saying that this is time for you to beat yourself up and you need to do better in every wheel, every field. This is where we need to be really on this like teetering understanding of like coming from like radical self-responsibility and radical self-love. So, you know, how this works for me and holding the standard for myself is like, I am a morning person. I'm not really a night person. I really like waking up early. Um, and you know, in the winter time, it it can be a little bit harder, obviously, like the, the days are shorter and all of that. And, you know, sometimes I have, I have like a couple weeks or months or days, whatever it is, where I just notice that, you know, I'm kind of letting myself sleep in and kind of, you know, um, health and like working out. It just brings me a lot of joy. I'm kind of like slacking on that. And maybe I'm not doing things to the best of my ability and my work. And, and I could just kind of had this realization, you know, sometimes are like, Danielle, you can do better. You can do better. You can come on. It's 
this is the time to break the circuit. You can either wake up earlier or just go to bed earlier so you can still do your morning routine so it still brings you joy, right? We're always in this balancing and there's there's never a perfect. It's always kind of a recalibration. Um but I come from this place as like, no, 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 I have a, I have a higher standard. I can do better than that. You know, I can, I can show up better. I can show up better for myself, my health, my life, my friends, my family. And it, it, that's a really powerful other, you know, perspective to understand how we can hold that standard for our life. So I hope that this is really resonating with you guys. And I, I'm really passionate about this, um, this understanding, because when we start to hold this standard for our life, our life radically will start to shift because you're holding a level uh, and a vibration that you're allowing into your field. And if it's a higher level energy with, with a, the alignment of who you're wanting to become, you're going to bring that into your field at a such more radical level, more quick, fast, you know, level. And if you are starting to have this like energetic shift where you're holding a higher standard and you realize that things are falling away, maybe you're changing jobs, maybe your friends group is shifting, like that's powerful. That's powerful. And we get to continue to up level that, that, that standard for ourselves and for our lives. So this is what I I call you guys to do. I call, this is the action that I'm calling you to do. Okay. I want you to write down if you have some time, do it on your notes on your phone or, you know, do some journaling on this later, write down the standard that you choose to hold for your life at this moment. How do you want friendships to be? How do you want people to treat you? How do you want your work environment to feel? Okay. And see and check if your life is currently in alignment with that standard that you're choosing to hold for yourself. You know, either choose to maybe realize that you're not at that level of the standard that you're wanting to hold for yourself or, or have some hard decisions of letting go of people or workplaces or situations that aren't holding you to that standard, that aren't giving you that energy. Because this is the thing, my friends, oh, oh, this makes me so excited. When you're around the people that are at the standard that you're holding for yourself, That energy is electric. That energy is vibrant. That energy is magnetic. When I, when myself and and Luca are around people that, that like are in this energy field that we allow ourselves to, to hold ourselves at that standard, we leave those situations and conversations and people like vibrating with joy because it brings you life. It brings you energy. It makes you resonant. But if you're constantly leaving situations, workplaces, all this stuff with lacking energy, with feeling drained, with feeling tired, you know, that maybe they're not at the standard of where you're desiring to be for your life, what you're desiring to hold. And I know that sometimes things, some places and things we cannot let go of right now, if it's work or family or stuff like that, but things can eventually shift if you choose to hold that standard for yourself. It's really really powerful. So I encourage you to reflect on that question. What, what standard do you choose to hold for your life and either choose to level up or let go of the things that are not at that level, because that will massively allow you to shift your life. I've seen it happen in so many people in circumstances and situations. And the cool thing is now after I was the person that perpetually attracted narcissistic people, um, quote unquote, toxic people, people that didn't treat me kindly because I wasn't treating myself kindly. Now that I've done the self-awareness, the healing, the understanding, and I'm holding that standard for my life, those people don't come into my field. 
I don't have friendships like that anymore because I don't tolerate that. I won't allow myself to be treated that way. I won't allow that to be in my field. Sometimes, you know, you might get a like random here and there. You might get a little universal test where, so, where someone is thrown into your field that starts to treat you that way. And that's where you like energetically, you're like, okay, am I going to allow this? I'm going to stand for this or I'm going to let it go. Am I going to just realize that? No, no, no. Thank you universe for the test. But I understand that's not at the level that I'm choosing to live my life at. It's really powerful. And I want that for all of us. I want us to be surrounded by things, circumstances, friendships, relationships, situations that bring us joy, that bring us like resonance, that bring us magnetism, because in that space, we radically shift our life. We radically shift our life. We shift into manifesting what we desire. We shift in stepping into our soul mission. We shift in like having a more powerful mindset and being more magnetic and being more freaking fulfilled, which is so powerful. So my loves, I hope that you've enjoyed this powerful little potty, potty. I shouldn't say potty. That just makes me think of like toilet. <laughs> now you're going to think of that after that, a whole powerful podcast. Now I've just put toilet into your mind. Anyways, I hope that that has been a helpful episode for you. And if you've gotten any like aha moments or takeaways, I absolutely love it. If you guys send me an email or an Instagram DM where this really resonated with you because, um, it just really helps in, in everything that I'm doing. So I love you so much. I challenge you to hold a higher standard for your life from a place of love and from a place of kindness and from a place of fulfillment. And I hope you have the most beautiful day and take this feeling and this energy into your life. You're amazing. Remember that. And you deserve good things. You are so freaking worthy. And whoever you are, wherever you are, I love you so much. So thank you so much. Have a beautiful day, my friends. Welcome to the other side, beautiful souls. I so deeply appreciate you spending this time with me. My intention with this podcast is to uplift, love on, and inspire you and align my actions with this intention. But as with everything in the world of personal and spiritual development, take what feels good for you and leave the rest. As a white, able-bodied, cisgender woman, the perspectives I share here are inherently affected by my privileges. I'm actively invested in learning how to elevate and support lived experiences beyond my own, and I'm always open to and grateful for your feedback. I am listening. No matter who you are, where you're from, or where you're going, I see you, I love you, and you matter. So thank you for listening, beautiful souls, and I'll see you next time.